up, everybody? Welcome back to the Three Tints Up podcast. I'm here with Raz and Tom's, and this is it's going to be kind of pasted together, to be honest. We did a podcast on Sunday, which is what you're going to hear after this little snippet, but we had the news of Sebastian Vettel's breaking news. Breaking That's news, what, yeah, yeah, of Sebastian Vettel leaving Ferrari. And the press conference and every I, there wasn't really a press conference. There was an announcement from Scuderia. It was a press release. Press yes, release, yes, yes. Yeah. It was very, is a very carefully worded one at that. But yeah, yeah. You know. So we decided to kind of do a little special edition add-on. So you're going to hear this first. You're going to hear our reactions. You know the the topics that we're having with this surprise, and then you'll end up uh, listening to the two races that we ended up uh, reanalyzing or rewatching. So that's going to be right after this. But I guess initial reactions, I mean, I I don't really – maybe you could say you saw it coming. I know you did, Raz. I I think it was an eventual – eventually a possibility. But mm. in the middle of May, no racing. I'm guessing they have free time on their hands, so they're renegotiating. But – Kind of a shock. Well, everyone's going through their contracts at the minute. Nothing going on. Everyone's having a bit of a, to quote Lewis Hamilton, sabbatical, right? Right. <laughs> it's just, um, yeah. So it's, it's. I think the thing is, the big names like Lewis and and Seb and you know they're all going through their drive uh, because their contracts are at, uh, at the end of the year up. So it's like, okay, while well, we've got the time, let's do it now. You know, so. I mean, and that, and plus the whole global situation that's going on. So yeah. initial reactions, were you guys shocked? Did, was it kind of more expected? Oh. For me, I was. I woke up to the news, and it was already live for hours, because I'm in the U.S. But <laughs> it I, helps being I in Europe. Up. No, mind you, it was in the early hours of here today. As well. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, in Europe as well. It was in the very early hours of Europe when it got, like, announced by... German media and um, Italian media before Ferrari in the morning when someone actually, you know, decided to write it up properly, you know, wrote it up. So, but yeah, it was I'm quite early. Out there last night, like like uh, about midnight, and then towards the morning, early early in the morning, there were first initial reports. A couple of hours mm-hmm. later, Ferrari come out with these statements. So yeah, basically, it's pretty fresh. Yeah. Yeah. I think but I the always, initial reaction. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, well, we'll get into that. But it's just, I, I always thought, I know there was a lot of rene- renegotiations going on. I always mm-hmm. pictured maybe he'd be around for another year, like a one-year deal or two-year deal with an opt-out clause. Mm-hmm. Especially because of the delay for the 2021 cars. And then mm-hmm. also, you know, the big speculation has always been Mick Schumacher maybe, you know, getting into a Ferrari at some point. Now, that's going to be later. That's too road. early for them. Yeah, that's yeah, of course. You know. But that's why yeah. I thought it would be a little bit more, you know, delayed that he would at least stick around for another year or so. But mm. I'm guessing they had different things in mind. Well, what it was, what it was, Not I mean, my initial... Was... Sorry. Um, yeah. my, my, my initial reaction was uh, basically like, it was kind of on the cards since you know, a few months, um, but wasn't expecting it to happen in May, you know? Yes. Yes. That was basically my thing. So it was like, yeah, 
like it was a on few the months too early, a few months earlier, maybe around yeah, August. Yeah, yeah. I was waiting for like you know summer, like the usual time, like you know with Ricardo when he moved over, right. and then that uh, that set off a whole chain of events and everything like that. So you know we were gonna go into the summer, but we're 2018, wasn't it? So summer break, and it was like you know Ricardo just kicked that off, and then obviously last year it was the whole album Gasly swap, right? But that's Red Bull, so that's not really surprising either right you know because gasly's um gasly's head was on the block for helmet marco to chop him but this was just like you know we're in the we're, we're only in the second week of may or halfway through may technically mm-hmm. and this comes along you know and that early that's that's a shocker that's the shocker not the fact that it was going to happen but how early it happened i think it was also the the way it was released. The press release, it was from Ferrari. It wasn't from Fettel. It was from mm. Fettel after he did, you know, have a little... I'm guessing there is sources that have spoken to him. But, yeah, like how he said initially, the wording and everything, it just seemed kind of very, like, walking on, you know, walking on glass kind of deal. What did you think, Tom? Oh, yeah. It, but I think, I, think, I think in these two statements, I've, well, my initial reaction, I would... I, Yes, I mean, you, you saw it coming. The writing was on the wall. He wasn't going to stay there forever. I did think he would stay for one more year after this one because, mind you, remember, I mean, they were talking, both sides made it clear they wanted, you know, to keep the, the cooperation going, but uh, but it's not how it ended up being. But in terms of this, the whole statements, the, the Ferrari, the, the uh, Mattia Benotto statement, that was your typical diplomatic you know, oh, yeah. very PRistic type of statement, like the, the the you know the basic the Seb one. The Seb one was quite opening, to be honest, for a statement like that. He used the words about you know no longer. I'm paraphrasing here. No longer feeling the harmony and and you know realizing what is important now in our lives during this time and, and stuff like you know that statement. But it it did speak Volumes. something different. It, yes. Yes, it, 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 there was a different vibe about that statement. And then he also mentions what, what I found quite interesting is that he addressed the, uh, that it wasn't a financial thing because there were speculations that they were trying to get him to take a pay cut and he wasn't willing to do so. Now he mm-hmm. comes out and addresses that. Uh, why does he feel to address that? Uh, I don't well, think Well, it's the same what about- happened with Kimi, if you think about it. Yeah. You know, when Kimi moved to Alpha, uh that was um again it was like was it for the money and it's like no no this is not the money it's just the way i want to do my life you know but uh, but, uh, and, but i don't know how yeah i don't know how open you're going to be about that no they didn't want to pay me enough money i mean it, i think it's all you're always going to try to defer that and with kimmy he's what he's 40 now 41 yeah. 41 yeah, 41, so, yeah. yeah you're he's well at the tail end fennel mm-hmm. is still no, the the thing is, I'm going to interrupt you right here, because the thing is, with Vettel, right, he tried to do the whole Michael Schumacher at Ferrari. No, That's basically what it was, right? Unfortunately, the plan. Yeah. yeah, that was the plan. Unfortunately, he came into the wrong team at the wrong time in the sense of um, the last couple of years, um, Ferrari had, well, 2017 was Ferrari's title to win. 2018 was Ferrari's title to win, but they lost both, okay? The mismanagement, the amount of times that Vettel was on the radio dictating strategy as opposed to just, you know, 
like Lewis, who's just able to just do his job and not worry about the team, or the trust has gone, basically, I think, between Ferrari and Vettel, which mm. led to it. However, with this year, we only had winter testing. So it was like, man, you could have waited a bit, you know? So um, maybe... Bit, but that winter testing was pretty shit for Ferrari when you think oh, about yeah, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Even by their standards, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was genuinely shit, right? So maybe that gave him a lot more. And plus, because everyone's in this lockdown and, you know, uh, all that stuff, it must have given him more time to reflect on where he sees this team going and how long it will take. Because let's be honest, right? 2020 Formula One isn't going to happen. I don't care what anyone says. It's not going to happen because the UK, they've extended. Um, uh, they, they know they're going to have to extend uh, the lockdown. Most of the teams and Formula One management and everything like that is based out of the UK. So... You know, traveling around this whole, you know, idea, ambitious idea of the bubble of, you know, the biosphere for Formula One ain't going to fly. And I think it it, it gave all the drivers uh, more time to reflect on how they want to go forward and everything. And Vettel being Vettel, he was probably being like properly into it. But seeing that the uh, situation at Ferrari isn't going to change in the near future... He probably thought, "Okay, I'm 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 bailing out." Well, that you know? ultimately brings us to a destination, which is mm. you know there's only two options, which is another team or mm. retirement. Yeah, or sabbatical, or sabbatical. Well, this year is a sabbatical for right. everyone. Well, yeah. <laughs> so if he's but, taking another I mean, year off this, I I don't see him, you know, coming no, back. No, I don't see him sense. coming back then. No. So, do you guys think retirement? Do you no. think uh, no. No, he still no, has got no. the drive to, you know, continue to race, and it was just a breakdown between him and uh, Marinello? Yes, yes, I think so. I think so because, well, it, this is a broader topic, and we can get into it in, in other podcasts as well. But I will bring it up anyway. I don't even. I'm not going to go decades, you know, uh, ago. But let's just look at since 2007. They've had mm. Kimi. Felipe, Massa, Fernando, Fettel, Leclerc for one year, zero World Drivers Championships. Yeah. How the fuck is that possible? You tell me, two different we, yeah. eras, two different eras, all the money in the fucking world, all elite drivers, whatever you want to say about Fernando, the guy put in a good shift from 2010 to 2012 at Ferrari. He, you know, he held his own. Uh, yeah. Fettel came in with that whole whole ambition. Kimi was still in his prime after you know 2007. Felipe Massa in 2008, you know he maybe not he maybe wasn't the superstar driver that Fernando and and, and Seb was, but he was capable of delivering them that title, and they failed. Every single of these stories yeah. ends in the same fucking way. You tell yeah. me there is problem within Ferrari. I'm not sure. I like honestly, it, 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 how do you have those type of drivers and never win once? And this is not me pulling punches for Seb because he has responsibility. Uh, he, you know, he's accountable for what he did and he didn't do. You know, his mistakes. I'm not going to excuse them at all. But to, to to sit there and suggest that it's only his fault that he didn't win or that there are not concrete problems underneath Ferrari, man, I don't know. I mean, it's even I, if I, there's. Concrete problems within, which is, which is apparent because you go and see, they do go through lulls in the past probably about 35 years, but mm. 
you know, you have the, they were pretty stagnant for a while. And then, you know, they were rejuvenated with Michael and everything for the, the you know, I would say around a decade. Yeah. But they're apparently now they're on a different timeline because they realized, you know, either this car is not going to be competitive if this season happens. And I agree with Rez. I don't think it will. So you say next year, next year, maybe a B spec car. But it's not yeah. going to be – they're not going to be competitive. So, no, okay, then you look for 2022. You know, these You're years right. start – these yeah, these years start tumbling. Fettel is not getting any younger. Leclerc is mm. definitely going to be the future. They wouldn't have brought him up at such a young age if that wasn't the case. Well, so, he's part of the FDA anyway, so, you know, right. it's – yeah, so he, they had to bring him up. You know? So, so uh, overall, yeah. I mean, we're – the big question is, is where is he going? McLaren. McLaren. Yeah. We both said that. <laughs> so what makes you guys say that? And I mean, I oh, it's been we... on the cards for a while. Okay. There's, there's been stories about it and everything. And the, the biggest insider scoop seems to be from um, Judge 13. The Judge 13. I don't know if you've uh, heard of that. Uh, but they've, they've actually broken down why. I mean, we all kind of knew it. Andreas Seidel, he's been um, Seb's mate for quite some time. And, um, you know, um, he, he knows him quite well. He's He's been successful at Porsche, um, turning Porsche around into a winning team in um, WEC and everything. He's he's getting McLaren back up there as well. Okay, they're on the ascent. They're getting the, for, uh, they're getting the Mercedes engine next year as well. So... So there won't be any, yeah, yeah. And and as an operation, McLaren. Let's be honest, you know, even though they're midfield, they they are smooth, they are slick, right? I mean, yeah, they finally when had you a, see, kind of a turnaround yeah. here. Yeah, no, they they've had their lull with Eric useless Boulier and all that shit. Okay, <laughs> and <laughs> sorry, I'm not gonna forget. You know, I'm not gonna forget that. Uh, but um, the point is, they got the right people in the right jobs, doing the right thing. Okay, Ferrari don't have that at the minute. Okay, and getting older, he, he wants to win another title. He wanted to do the whole Ferrari thing, but you know, with the the fact that um, he only got 14 victories in five years. Okay, that does, and then being challenged by Leclerc himself as opposed to you know Leclerc was supposed to come in and be the number two and or you know not number two but you know the second in it well Seb was supposed to be the team leader you know as a right. team leader you lead the team not, not a okay? number two but definitely the second option yes yeah 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 no no like like what with um uh who was it uh which team you know uh team leader like um BAR okay uh, in 2004, Jensen Button was the team leader, but Takuma Sato was the uh, you know the guy there to pick up the points of the team leader. The a, team a leader two, led the charge, led a the one team. Two punch. Okay, you, you want yeah, a one-two exactly. point, a one-two punch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you need you need someone there to back him up, right? You know, so the thing is, Mercedes have have that. They've had that since you know 2014. Let's be well, 2013. If, you, if we're being strictly um, um, correct, 
you know, because 2013, they they got all their things together and then it became the title fight and it was just between them two. And then when it came to being uh, the fight against Ferrari in 2017, okay, Mercedes, again, had everything under control, right? With regards to strategy, with regards to like, okay, fine. If you cover off this Ferrari, you cover off that Ferrari. If he's going for two stops, you're going for two stops. If he's going for one stop, you're going for one stop. So they split the strategy between two very capable drivers. Okay. Mm. Mm. Ferrari never did anything like that. No, I mean, you you just... couldn't see it. I mean, we don't need to be told what they were doing. You could have easily, if, if, if you're a long-term follower, you could have easily seen that, hang on a minute, what the hell are Ferrari doing? They but don't react the... in time. Yeah. The, their pit stop calls were shit. The amount of times when when uh, when um, um, uh, Hamilton would pit and then Seb would say, right, isn't it a good option if I pit right now, right? You know, on the on the radio and all that stuff. So there's all that. And there R and D throughout the season was garbage all the time. Yep. The, yep. The upgrades exactly. that, they, so, that they that they brought never uh, or rarely worked. They were always yep. outperformed by even Red Bull in some seasons when Seb was there, 2016, for example. It was just a shit show. So yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll move it along with if McLaren's going to be the destination, we're going to go into potential replacements. Uh, mm. if, I mean, then the most apparent one is a driver swap, which yeah. is would be yeah would be signs. Yeah, well, oh. technically that's what that's what's being reported as um, the favorite. You know, no, no, no. That's what's being reported. That's uh, Vettel, whoever he's... Uh, well, it says here on Inside, uh, Inside Racing that Vettel is reportedly offered swap deals with Ferrari for replacement for 2021. Okay? So whoever it's going to be, he's, it's going to be an instant swap. Okay? And, and then just when you thought it couldn't get even more spicier, okay, Total Wolf had to come along and put some you know, salt bay type salt on it saying, Ooh, we can't miss this opportunity. Right. <laughs> you know, of, of, you know, Seb with so much talent and everything like that. So one, so. one, the one reason why I will, I'm going to kill that, you know, total will say, you know, they could sit here and prove me he's wrong. playing devil's advocate. Of, yeah, of course, yeah. because one it's, it's publicity. And all publicity yeah. is good publicity. There's nothing yeah, going yeah. on right now, so you want the attention yeah. on Mercedes. And yeah, why are, exactly. And why, yeah. Are you, well. why are you going to pay um, another a number two driver? Which you know that is definitely Lewis's team. So why would Seb want to come into that? Mm. And then pay him three times as much money as you're paying Botas? Ain't going to happen. Yeah. No, and then not only that, Mercedes have experienced that with having two. Remember. Exactly. For they're three not gonna, years. Yeah, they're not going to do that again. <laughs> they're not they going to do. They learned their lesson. They have to have rules of engagement, and yeah. you know, Rosberg's talked about it millions of times. You know, yeah. a, a book that thick. They right? got the same you know, number of titles without the yeah. headache in the last three years than the first three years. Mm, Why would you exactly. change it? Why so, would you change? Yeah. So no, so but s- he has got a point though. Whoever picks up Seb is going to be, you know. Uh, the, I mean, at, at the end of the day, the point that he was trying to make is like, look, as as much as we'd love to have him, and remember, Wolf and uh, Seb are actually quite good mates as well. You know, they go skiing together and all that shit. So, um, <laughs> remember there was a picture a few years, uh, what was it, a couple of years ago, or was it 2018 uh, winter, and there was a picture of uh, Seb and um, 
and Seven Toto and uh, with a mutual friend of theirs somewhere in Switzerland. Okay, yeah. and, uh, and then I did a little meme of putting the uh, Hamilton picture below where he's looked a bit confused and shocked. You know, so it's like <laughs> it's like announce Seb. All right, so um, no, but uh, joking aside, Carlos, uh, he, yeah. Sorry. I think Carlos. No, no, I think, you know, Carlos is an option. Uh, Carlos is my favorite driver currently on the grid. And, and, and in one sense, it would be nice to see him in a, a top three team. In another sense, you know, McLaren is on, is on the up and up and they will have those Mercedes engines and, mm-hmm. and you know, it's team improving and he seems very comfortable there. P6 in the standings last season, a brilliant mm-hmm. performance, brilliant. Not only that, but, but also to, to touch on McLaren. Okay. I mean, if we've read about it, surely Seb and every other team personnel up and down the pit lane has read about these things because they do, right? Mm. You know, when sure. uh, there was that in- interview with Seidel about why they're going for the Mercedes engine, right? Because yeah. they were asked, okay, why are you going? Because Renault are just going to be left supplying themselves, okay? Seidel basically came out saying and i'm really paraphrasing it completely that look we want no excuses right so we need to know as a team what we're doing wrong so if we have the best benchmark okay of an engine we won't have to worry about that yeah you would think the only way is up at that point yeah exactly so basically to move forward they need to have the best of everything so he's saying if the best engine is available why not right and that's the thinking Okay, so it the fact that McLaren under uh, um, Andreas Seidel has a vision going forward compared to like Ferrari, where we just get the odd, um, you know, soundbite from uh, yeah, yeah, soundbite. And as much as I respect Ferrari, they're just not doing it. You know, they they're just not doing what you expect of a big team, right? Red Bull, they got their way of doing it, you know, when they aligned with Honda and everything like that. They, there was all they that. Have too. They have a vision too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They have, yeah, exactly. Where, where's, and Mercedes, obviously, they did their homework, right? In 2013, uh, well, 2011, they started, remember? Mm. So, you know, um, the thing is, it takes time to build it up. And Ferrari have had all this time wasted you know, most of it away. Even if they are bringing on new engineers and everything like that, and it's a young team, you can't excuse that because going it it, it starts it starts from the top. If the top doesn't have a direction, right, or a figurehead, you, they're they're literally doing what they're doing now, you know. So they're running around like headless chickens. So and and Raz, just quickly on that point, I mean, you talked about the, the Mercedes engines, how Andrea, how it fits into the Andreas Seidel philosophy. You know, you obviously Carlos and Landa, they are good drivers, but I mean, you bring in potentially somebody of Seb's caliber. Remember yes. when he came? He's gonna drive for him forward. Yes, exactly. He's gonna That's rejuvenate that team. He's gonna he's gonna build a trust in that team. Look, what he did with Ferrari. Let's 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 let you know uh, paper over you know paper over it. Let's be very clear about it. In 2014, they were in the shits. Ferrari were, and, and yeah. it was Seb who came back. And who made them interesting again? Who made them yes. believe again? Who made them yeah. to and believe that 20, they could... And then 15. they got ready for 2017. And they built up the uh, title challenge in 2016. Let's be honest. Precisely. Right? You know, they, yeah, no, the, and the thing is, fine. If it's one odd year to build up a, a, a challenge, fine. I can live with that, right? 
Let's be honest, yep. because there's no there's no more in-season testing like it was back in the day and all that stuff where you can make a B-spec car half, you know, because you've got your own separate test team testing out at the circuits, you know, and all that stuff with unlimited money and whatnot. That time is gone, right? We, we've, we've all learned to accept that. But the thing is, it's almost like Ferrari are still stuck back in that day as to like, you know, they're not innovating. They're not moving forward, you know, mm-hmm. and... You know, and and they're just you know, let's be let's be honest, they're actually moving quite backward. <laughs> you know, so yeah, maybe um, you know, maybe you know, but so I want to yeah. I want to go on other options through the rest. So science is definitely I would say probably one of the two. Uh, the other name that keeps popping up is Daniel Ricardo. I don't and, feel like it's going to happen. Yeah, I don't I, know. Uh, the the only and I'm gonna agree with you with that, Thompson. The reason being is there, there's arguments to each side, but what I do believe is he signed this deal with Renault, and he they did not have a good year last year. Mm. They finally was they were stagnant. If that's kind of being a little um, generous, friendly, yeah, yeah, but. Mm. You don't get to – they did look pretty promising in preseason testing. And yeah. you don't get to – we're probably not going to get to play out the season. So jumping ship after a one-year, one-and-done thing when he wanted mm. to build just doesn't go along with his time frame. Now, he's not getting any younger either. So mm. it would make sense for him to go to Ferrari because it's an instant step up even though it might be more stagnant in the long run. But, Andrew, here's my, my point with, 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 with this whole Ricardo thing. And I, I, and this is coming from someone who appreciates Ricardo and who regards him as the best overtaker on the grid. I really, really love me some Ricardo. On his day, he is awesome. But let me tell you this, and this is how I honestly feel about it. In 2018, when he decided to go to Renault, the way I translated, and I'm sorry, he chickened out because he did not want to deal with Max Verstappen. I highly doubt that he would go to Ferrari and deal with an equivalent situation where Charles Leclerc is now there and the team is going to be behind him more more than likely. So from that standpoint, it's tough for me to see that. I'm totally there. with you on that. I'm totally I can't see Ricardo going there purely because of that as well. The fact that he he bailed out where he could have stayed at Red Bull and said, right, I'm going to assert my authority here. And boom, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, this young and up-and-coming whippersnapper, you know, I'm going to do this, right? And that kind of thing. Okay, fine. With Michael Schumacher, it was different when Massa came along, right? It was purely yeah. because he was getting old, right? And, and well, that was it. And that's what they did with Seb, is you definitely knew that Seb was going to be on, you know, the second half of his career, they bring in this young gun. You eventually knew it was going to be Leclerc's team. You just didn't yeah. know the, the end The problem game. was that, that this time, Ferrari didn't handle it like the way they handled it when Michael Schumacher was on his way out. Okay? Well, it just goes back to their them being in that. Because you, remember, look, 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 look. Okay, Massa, he was... He was that most times, a few times, you know, faster than Michael. Michael made a few more mistakes, right? That's why he didn't win the championship, let's be honest, okay? Apart from the fact that, in, and I am speaking as a Michael Schumacher fan, okay? You know, he made a few mistakes, plus the uh, Japanese engine blow-up didn't help, right? I'm going to get back to the point. The point is, 
um, Massa was there to support Michael, right, against Alonso and Renault because Alonso and Renault had Fisichella, right, doing that. So yeah. the races that Alonso couldn't win, Fisichella won. Remember Malaysia? Okay, 2006 that year. And I think there was yeah. a, uh, another race that... How many races did Fizzy win with uh, Renault? But basically, he was always there, you know, as, as a rear guard, rear gunner, okay? Massa had to do the most difficult job in when he got his first race win, which was at Turkey. He he had to basically just... He, he was playing the hare against the tortoise or, you know, it, he, he was basically sent off because he was that much part. He got, you know, had Michael got a better start, he would have actually caught up with Massa and... And, and around Alonso. So the thing is, he then had to slow right the way down to try and bring Alonso to fight him, right? So that Michael could leap him and then get around to him. How difficult? That's, that's basically what Seb was kind of expecting from Leclerc, I think, right? In the sense of like, okay, fine. Mercedes have got a definite one-two driver pairing, okay? We need to have that as well to match that, to mirror it, because that's how you're going to beat them, right? With the same strategy. If you're having two drivers fighting over the same points, you're going to lose. Both of them are going to lose. So that's the thing. So I can't, I can't see it go. Uh, I mean, I can't see Ricardo going over to. Um, we're bringing this back it's to Ricardo. Same situation as Red Bull. Yeah. Right. Yeah. In which yeah. I think brings us into the third one, which. I don't see it happening. I don't think he has. Uh, I I need to check myself for the the wording because that that was a little harsh. But I will still say is the talent, and I think just being the talent of going against Leclerc. I'm not saying he's not talented, but getting up to that level, which is Giovinazzi. But in that huh? sense, it would be the perfect two situation. Because if Precisely. he can, yeah, if he can back well, up. Well, they, weren't, they, weren't they at uh, Alfa Romeo Sauber together? Uh, no, it was, no. Uh, yeah, they were, they were, they were. They were, they were. Yeah. Two, they 2018. Were, lost year? Yeah. 2018, yes, that's true, yeah. Cool. And we're all typing away. Yeah. No, it was Ericsson. It was not. Ericsson, sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. All right, so, sorry. Yeah, and then Giovinazzi was the reserve driver. He was the yeah. super sub, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that would. That was my first if, reaction the, when they when they announced that Seb is leaving. I thought that now they will move into that Mercedes type of number one driver, number two driver, and Giovinazzi fits that description perfectly. You would think mm. that this would, I think, the season not beginning and potentially not even happening is going to be even more detrimental to Ferrari because. Maybe they were really hoping that this would be Geo's coming out year. And if it was, mm. then it would be an excuse to promote him. But he didn't have mm. that strong of a season last year until the end. Yeah. The tail end, he you saw some uh, momentum. But after mm. that, I just I didn't feel like it was enough to warrant a promotion, especially no. with a top car, right. because then you'll you'll warrant a ghastly situation, someone that's not ready, and you're throwing out, throwing away more. And not only that, but. Ferrari, Italian, him, Italian. He's going to have the whole of fucking Italy on his shoulders. You know that, right? Right. And yeah. then he's just, I don't think he's going to live up to the expectation because you've got a better driver in Leclerc. Now, the last the last two I want to say is honorable mentions. is probably apparent, which is going to be Botas. 
Now, he's in a perfect situation to get paid, bring home points, but he's mm. not going to win a title at Mercedes, and that's no. just because it's, it's Hamilton's team, team, and Hamilton is, is, yeah. is wiping the floor with him. Mm. And Bottas is not a good let's be clear as well. Right, but... <laughs> Going to Ferrari, again, he's going to go to some some place that has a younger driver, which is going to be you know, potentially the next Lewis Hamilton in that sense, someone that can win a title that's up and coming. Mm. But I don't think, even if they do sign him to a one-year deal, have a filler season mm. with Botas, it, then that's when it starts changing at the market. Who goes to Mercedes? Who Who's going to fill the slot that goes to Mercedes? So Seb's... Well, remember... Um, Desertion or his contract ending is really going to start stuff if it's not just a straight swap. Oh, God, no, 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 no. I mean, there's also the fact that you've got to remember that Hamilton's contract is up at the end of the year as well, and he hasn't re-signed as mm-hmm. well. So, so there's a lot of drivers up in the air at the minute. I actually It's just going to be speculation because I don't see him leaving. Until but... Ferrari announces who's coming to Ferrari, we won't know. Because the right. the deal is that whoever's coming to Ferrari, Vettel's got the instant swap with him. That's apparently the deal, okay? But we've got to wait 48 hours for that. Well, I uh, think that's... in terms of the the Botas thing, I think it's it's not as it's unlikely, but I don't think it's as unlikely. But I think the Botas thing doesn't you know rely on what Ferrari feel is the best. I think. Botas will be at Mercedes as long as Hamilton is there. Yeah, because uh, he doesn't want someone to upset the balance. That's exactly. Hamil- yeah. Hamilton knows... Look, Hamilton is Mercedes, basically, that team. That team yeah. works around him. And and Hamilton will always make sure that, 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 that it doesn't go back to the ways it was in 2014 through 16. And uh, Botas is reliable. He knows, quote-unquote, his, his place. Uh, he he will he will uh, abide by the team's rules no matter what, and and he will be there. Uh, if some dominoes start to fall, if Hamilton no longer is there, if Toto decides to leave abruptly, if some if, if one of those key uh, those 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 key elements is gone, then Botas's future immediately becomes you know questionable within Mercedes, mm. and then it doesn't. It's not beyond the realm of possibility that, look, uh, Botas ends up there. But uh, but that's – would he be motivated to go to the exactly same yeah, situation? Yeah, well, let's be honest. Botas has had his fair share of – well, he's only had Lance Stroll, so I can't really compare him. But, <laughs> you know, the thing is, what Ferrari would definitely need is an experienced head. Of a but, driver. But someone that is going to be a rear gunner. Yeah. Which also brings up the last honorable mention, which I'm going to say, is Hulkenberg. Yes, yes why exactly. not? Because he is by far and away the most solid of all solid drivers you can get. Right? He's not great. He's not yeah. shit. He is solid. Yeah. Like, he's just, he's just going to be, you know... You need someone with experience, check. You need someone who could handle a shitty car, check. You need someone who hasn't got a podium yet, check. You need someone who could play... F- <laughs> you see where I'm going yeah, but, with it. Yeah, but it, it also... You, you, need, you need someone who could reliably bring back home the points, check. Right, you know, that kind of thing. As long as the engine doesn't fuck up, you know, that's fine. Which, let's be honest, he's got more chance of bringing back more points 
with a Ferrari engine as opposed to a Renault engine. Okay, because he did that at Force India. Remember, he was always there. Right? You know, right. He was always in P5 or P6, but never on the podium. But um, point is, if it, you know, and that's at Force India when it was under VJ Malia. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hulkenberg might be the outside bet, you know. But then that means where does Seb go? Yeah, oh. which is what well, we're going to find out. Can yeah, I, we'll can soon I find out in a couple of days. But my other, the other joke that seems to be out, right, is George oh. Russell. I don't know if you guys seen him, right? Yeah. Um, getting out of his, and... getting out of his laptop, right, and starting a Microsoft uh, PowerPoint, and um, you Which know, the, is joke... the most accurate thing. I mean, it's a joke, but you know, when you see, yeah. if you get wind of something like that happening, I bet you anybody that's a midfield driver, no, that the, is, the, the, the be joke. For it. The the joke itself is that Russell did a presentation when he was uh, going for his drive at Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, no, so no, he actually did a presentation. He did a PowerPoint presentation as to why you should hire me, right? You know, and that kind of thing. Well, his PowerPoint skills is good because yeah, clearly, you know. So the, the only thing is, the only thing I see wrong with the picture that he's posted, he's using a Mac, right? And he says with the caption, start all programs, Microsoft Office Powerful. There's no start button on a MacBook, mate. Right? And I tweeted that to him. So yeah, sorry, my PC master race is just kicking in. So Can I can I pick up another point? Can I bring can I can we talk about something please? Uh and I'm gonna I'm gonna ruffle some feathers. Can we talk about Fernando Alonso and a possible return to Ferrari? We're, we're cutting it off. Oh, God. Done. He's going to come back with his massive ego and his six tenths, right? You know, <laughs> alleged six the, tenths. The only reason why I would like it because I want to see Leclerc wipe the floor with his old ass now. That's it. Yes, yes. That's yes, all I want. Yes. I, I want and to then see you get him, that, I want to see him lose six tenths to Leclerc every time. That's yeah, it. and then you get that death stare from Alonso like um, Brazil 2012. You know, him looking it's, gone. It's okay that it's in the past. Everyone can move along. It's it. It's okay. It's okay to look towards the future. Well, look. Uh, all all joking, all bullshit aside. Honest now, with 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 all seriousness, uh, how likely is that in your opinion? Honestly, just your opinion. Negative one hundred and twenty percent. No, not gonna happen. It's not gonna no, happen. Okay. No, there's more chance of, like I said, Hulkenberg. Going to. Okay. Uh, I will. I will put. I will put all my savings on Hulkenberg in the seat more than him. Okay. Yes. Yeah. If if it was a choice between Alonso and Hulkenberg, right? Yeah. Every single penny on Hulkenberg. It's not much, but I would still. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah. Heck, I'll take a loan out. Right. You know? <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's going to kind of end it. Uh, I think I'm, I'm actually instead of putting this at the beginning of this podcast it kind of ran kind of got we got away from ourselves i think i'm gonna use it as its own little segment of its own podcast so yeah yes sir thanks for joining us um we will be doing one later this week it's all gonna be mixed up so follow us on spotify or anchor fm uh follow us on instagram and twitter that's where you'll see the podcast first it's probably going to be a few out in the next five to seven days. So follow us there and we'll see you guys soon.